Hello and welcome to the podcast on lead acid batteries by Ramesh Natarajan. With industry experience of over 42 years, Ramesh helps battery and battery related industries with technical inputs and provides solutions to typical problems faced by manufacturers, service personnel as well as users of batteries and related equipments. Hope you find this podcast useful to your business. Do visit www.rameshnatrajan.in to stay connected. Hello and welcome to today's uh, special episode of my podcast where uh, things take a fascinating turn from our usual content. In this episode, I will be sharing an extraordinary story which can be seen as a captivating case study. This real incident left us astonished to say the least. To grasp the peculiar behavior of a pasting machine, you will need to stay tuned until the end of this podcast. Let's begin the tale from the very start. During my tenure at Unique, a company that manufactures machines for battery manufacturers, in addition to producing batteries in-house, we had an interesting encounter. A battery manufacturer approached us and purchased one of our pasting machines. The machine was duly manufactured, supplied, installed and commissioned. Initially, the machine operated smoothly for about a week. However, things took an unexpected turn when the buyer decided to ramp up his production. The intention behind buying the machine was to increase the daily paste mix batches from 3 or 4 to an impressive 10 or 12. The machine buyer called up one day saying that he starts the pasting operation every day at around 9 am but the machine does not deliver satisfactory quality pasted plates after noon. He proceeded to mention that the paste tends to fall off the grids and he handles the plate pasting process by resorting to manual methods he was upset and wanted our service engineer at his factory at the earliest possible the service engineer was deputed and he too reported that this was an unbelievable but true phenomena the service engineer said he had never experienced such a situation in any of his earlier installations he called for help and he wanted the senior most worker who had assembled the machine to come over to adjust the paste pressing rollers of the feeder hopper this person was deputed next he too struggled with the machine and said that the machine misbehaves at around noon mysterious isn't it left with no other option i had to personally visit the factory to investigate the peculiar behavior of the pasting machine we had supplied upon arriving at the factory the pasting operation began at 9 am and seemed to be running smoothly as an observer i closely watched the various stages of paste mixing paying particular attention to the paste composition my goal was to ensure that no chemicals were omitted or added extra 
and that the water and acid were added in the same manner as in the previous three batches. They were employing a Sigma mixer for doing the paste mixing operation and their operator seemed suitably trained in the paste mixing process. At approximately 11.30 am, I informed the machine buyer that the batch being unloaded from the mixer might not work with the pasting machine. He found my statement amusing and inquired whether I too was giving up on the pasting machine as it had been proven that it would stop functioning around noon. Undeterred, I suggested we proceed with the pasting operation to see what transpired. The paste was transferred into the hopper of the pasting machine but unfortunately it had to be shifted to manual pasting mode. To better understand the situation, I inquired about the cooling water used in the mixer and asked for information about the water circulation mechanism. The buyer showed me a drum located outside the pasting section where water was collected from the machine and then pumped back into the cooling jacket of the paste mixer. The enigma was finally unraveled. The water used in the mixing process started at ambient temperature at the beginning of the shift. However, after about 2-3 to three batches, it became heated as it passed through the mixer cooling jacket. Consequently, instead of cooling down the current batch being mixed, it inadvertently heated it up, resulting in an undesirable consistency of the paste and rendering it unsuitable for machine pasting. To resolve the issue, I recommended the customer empty the drum containing the hot water and replace it with fresh ambient temperature water. Starting the pasting machine with a newly prepared paste using this cooler water proved successful and the next two batches turned out fine. By changing the water after every two batches and re-evaluating the pasting machine's performance, it worked flawlessly. The root cause of the problem did not lie with the pasting machine itself, but rather with the utility arrangement of the paste mixer. I suggested to the customer that they could either continue with the method of changing water in the drum after every two batches or alternatively employ four to five drums and use each drum for two batches per day. Additionally, periodically adding ice to the drum would also help in cooling the water effectively. Regardless of the chosen approach, I emphasize the importance of closely monitoring and controlling the paste temperature as a critical activity to ensure consistent paste quality and plate production. Indeed, my knowledge and experience played a vital role in resolving the issue. But allow me to share the valuable lessons I learned throughout this entire process. First is, we need to understand the manufacturing process. It is essential but equally crucial is comprehending the justification or motive behind the various process parameters. 
This deeper insight enables us to identify potential issues and make informed decisions effectively. Second, strict adherence to quality checks at different stages is of utmost importance and should never be overlooked. In this particular case, the absence of monitoring the paste temperature during the paste dumping phase led to the problem that this battery manufacturer encountered. Third is checking and ensuring the availability and suitability of utilities are critical when introducing new machines. If in this case the customer had increased the number of drums or had a larger tank with sufficient water capacity for the cooling operation, this problem could have been avoided altogether. Planning for and enhancing utility arrangements are crucial steps in avoiding unexpected hurdles. Fourth, machine manufacturers, particularly those catering to the battery industry, need to possess extensive knowledge about the battery manufacturing process, including the procedures employed at the user's facilities. It is essential for them to understand the user's resource constraints and technical expertise. Now all these lessons have reinforced the significance of comprehensive understanding, meticulous quality checks and proactive planning in ensuring the smooth functioning and success of any manufacturing process. I do hope that this episode of my podcast was useful to you and look forward to your feedback and suggestions. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please do visit www.rameshnatrajan.in Keep yourself updated about our new releases by hitting the subscribe button.